Hi, it's Chris Watkin back again with John Durrant, who is a very well-known uh, ex-state agent um, who subsequently set up his own business with doing photos for estate agents. John, how can estate agents be happier in their job? Talk to me. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's, a, it's a really, really tough question. How can state agents be happier? Because um, I'm looking at it from the perspective of 50 odd years ago mm. um, and to, the world has changed. Um, there's no doubt about that. Um, but has it changed? It has changed, but it hasn't changed. You're still in the business of selling houses. Yeah, uh, so that, basically, that hasn't changed. It, it's get a homeowner, find a buyer. Yeah, it's um, you, you are working with other people um, in the area. Now, I, I just use the word people. Um, I always have thought of myself as a professional um, estate agent, somebody who worked for the, for the client, um, even though it didn't necessarily always work in my interest to, um, to do that. If I felt that, um, you know, I remember a, a, a story where somebody actually phoned me. He'd actually gone around and knocked on the door because there was a board up and he phoned me up and he said I just agreed a, a sale with the elderly Mrs so-and-so at this price and, and I want you to um, to instruct solicitors and I said okay what, what price is that and it was about I know it was 10% less than what I thought it should be and I said well I'm really sorry but I don't think we can accept that offer he said well we have <laughs> I said I'm really sorry but that's not the way it works um, and um, so I spoke to her um, and I said don't accept the offer and we sold it for you know what we were going to sell it for now I could have made life easy for myself uh, by saying okay well we'll take that offer I wasn't popular with him but I didn't care because I was acting for, uh, for the vendor of the sale so that's just one example. I, I think um, I think there's a lot of aggression uh, between state agents. Yes, I um, we almost I mean we, we, you know looking at the posts, you know people are talking about their market share, which is again is I believe egotistical, just to say that theirs is bigger yeah. than their competitors, or yeah. they've listed so many houses. You know I find it fascinating that estate agents. That the pain that they have from losing a listing versus the pleasure of gaining one. Yeah, so I mean, one of the things I would say about uh, why is that? Why is it? It's it's because it's ego. Um, you know, because I, I, if I lost a listing, I would feel upset about it, but for about ten minutes, um, and and then I would think about why did I. Uh, lose that instruction um, and then I would try not to lose any sleep over it uh, because the moment you start losing sleep over something is when you're actually going to become ill um, and that's not going to help anybody so you have to to stand back um, and I, I would say you know be less aggressive less bitching um, about other other agents and just try and work with people. Do you think it's because we focus at, a lot of estate agents focus on, focus on themselves and getting the deal because they focus on doing the transaction and not necessarily the, the relationship? Uh, yeah, the relationship. Um, I, I think that, um, I think if agents actually thought about the job that they were doing um, more, uh, rather than treating it as a sausage machine or, or a, a, you know, a, a conveyor belt yes. uh, type thing and looking at the numbers, I think a lot of it's, part, a lot of it's due to, um, you know, we all want to do well. Yes. Um, 
and we look at, um, at the numbers to see, or at least the corporates did, um, much more than I ever did as an independent agent. They, they look at the, uh, the numbers and see how many transactions you're, you're getting through. I actually just much preferred making the money than counting it. Um, it, was, it was, to me, that was much more important uh, to, to, to do a fantastic job, um, you know, marketing somebody's property, um, getting interest in it, because if you do something like that really well, um, then people will come to you um, and you don't have to chase the market. Um, so much. I mean, does it does it does it surprise you that only one in eight buyers go back to the estate agent they bought their house off, even though I, half of sales have been only been in their house six years or yeah, less? It, it, no, it doesn't really surprise me. I, I, Do you I, think you would have been the same back in the sixties and seventies? Um, I think we probably have more people uh, coming back to us, but I think um, also that um, that agents and in fact, I don't think we did it enough. I think agents who don't maintain some kind of a contact, you know, so, you know, you could send a little, one of these little biscuit presents or something, couldn't you, every year and say, you know, congratulations, you've got another year, this is birthday okay. when you moved in, you could do something like that, just so that they remember you. Um, because I think people have got short memories. Um, and if, if they're dealing with you as a buyer, um, that you're not necessarily seeing, seeing okay. you as a vendor might see you as well. I think that possibly is. Um, do you, so come back to the original question: estate agents being happier. Do you think a lot of it's down to the fact is that they see it as a transaction and not as a long-term relationship? Then, or is uh, there something yeah, else? Yeah, I, I think I think they're counting they're counting the numbers. I think they're trying to, um, uh, you know, satisfy the targets that they have um, and. I, as I said, I, I think it's much better to, to actually think in terms of doing a job brilliantly because that's when people come to you uh, rather than, you, you know, so in other words, you're not a slave uh, to your targets. Um, and what about doing the job properly? You know, there's, a, there's a, a school, a lot of people have said that estate agents seem to be packing more and more into their day, cutting corners. You know, we, we still got the same amount of hours today as we did back in the 60s and 70s, yeah. although we do have distractions like social media and things like that. Do, do you think um, estate agents, you know, should be, you know, employing more staff, but then the costs go up, but then fees have come down from 1.6 to 1%, so it's kind of chicken and the egg. You know, uh, why do you think fees have got, do you think, fee, because fees have gone down, it hasn't attracted the right sort of people into the industry because we can't pay them, so they're less happy? Yeah. Um, I think that's true um, of a lot of um, the services um, that estate agents are supplied with as well. You've got, um, uh, I, I, I look at um, Facebook photographers, photographers group who are complaining because they're getting paid 30 or 40 quid to go and photograph um, houses. It's unsustainable. Um, I think it's because people aren't taking um, estate agencies seriously enough. I don't think they're taking the job seriously enough. You get some... Um, Kellogg's cornflakes come in brightly coloured boxes and they're two quid each. And you've got um, on, on right move, literally thousands of houses that have been terribly photographed. Uh, the copy's badly written um, and, uh, you know, it's just the same old, same old. And there's nothing um, really that differentiates you from, uh, from anybody else. And so I think you've got yourself to blame. <laughs> I think you've got yourself to blame. I sound like Attila the Hun, don't I? No, go on. I, I think you've got yourself to blame. Because the ultimate question is, how do estate agents, the people, agents watching this, if, you know, if you're a 20, 30-year-old, how do you be a happier estate agent? How do you get more fulfillment from your, your job? By taking your job seriously and thinking 
of yourself as a professional person who has a real responsibility uh, for the people that you're working for. You are responsible. You are, the, you are their marketing department, uh, for God's sake. Um, you're the person... I'll tell you a story. Um, my second boss was a guy called Hugh Winter, um, and he was something of an eccentric. And um, Manico didn't like him particularly. He used to invite the local solicitor in for a game of chess and a bowl of soup at lunchtime. So we got all the probate sales in Farnborough. Uh, this is my second office. Manico didn't like him, so they hired a hotel um, in Woking called The Cottage, and they held a debate between him and some other guy called Alan Thompson, who had been sent off to New Zealand to see how houses are sold there, because they're 10 years ahead of us, and they still are, um, in terms of their property marketing, etc. And there was a debate, and the debate was, should there be gimmicks in a state agency? And this, I think, Alan Thompson stood up and he spoke for 20 minutes about why there shouldn't be gimmicks, uh, because we're professionals. Gimmicks? What do you, what, what do you mean by gimmicks? Well, I don't know, uh, to be honest. I, I mean, you, you mean you could say today, a lot of people say property video tours are, are a gimmick, especially a gimmick. if the agent yeah. presenter-led. Yeah, okay. Well, this is, this is what I'm coming on to, because we all broke for a cup of tea, um, and then we went back to our seats, and Hugh, big man, perhaps um, two you know, big brogues, sat up on stage just looking out into space. And, of course, we were talking to one another, and the noise got louder and louder and louder. And then suddenly he stood up and out of a plastic bag he took a hat with an arrow through it and stuck it on his head. And so we all looked at him in stunned silence and he said, there you are. He said, I've got your attention with a gimmick and a state agency is all about getting attention for the houses you're selling. Now for me, that was an epiphany. It basically meant that from that day forward, um, I, for me, the most important thing was the house, about making the house the star of the show by whatever means I had available to me, because um, back in those days, we didn't have um, you know, the technology that we have today. Um, and I've just sought to leverage that technology uh, today to, to, to do exactly that, to, to get houses noticed. And if you think of yourself as somebody who's a professional property marketer and salesperson, then I think you have uh, something to offer uh, to, uh, to the wider world. Um, and that's really, that is a state agency. It's, it's about getting instruction. Yeah, that's a people, people thing. Uh, people buy people. You've got to do that. But then, I mean, how would you, you know, how would you describe um, what happens after, after um, you win the instruction? What with most estate agents? Yeah. Take the phone to go, rack it off, right, move, go and get the next one. Yeah, exactly. And, and so, <laughs> you know, that's not really the way it should be working, is it? No, it shouldn't be. Uh, it, yeah. But, I mean, this technology ruined it because, you know, in the old days we used to have hot boxes where you used to uh, actually manually pick up the phone to people and, yeah. and, you know, oh, yes, I've got to buy for that. Yeah, I, and, and that was one of the biggest challenges for me when we, when we had our, um, got our first CRM was that it just didn't work as well as having a hotbox. So if you've got a hotbox, you can write little notes in the back. Uh, we had a code, um, which was G-U-A-L-O-T, which was gives us a lot of trouble. Gwallets. <laughs> yeah, that, that kind of thing, which you can't really get away with these days on um, you know, uh, putting that on. Uh, I mean, CRMs are great at um, recording stuff, um, you know, that, but that's, that's, that's about it. Hmm. Thank you for your time today, and I hope you've taken something from that, boys and girls of a state agency, to make your life happier. Thank you very much for your time, John. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks, Chris.